Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. What we do as speech coaches is to help people be much more engaging, effective, and confident speakers. We don't coach people to be something they're not. We coach them to be the best versions of themselves. Does your audience want information, a lot of logic? We are communication coaches, speech coaches. We have a lot of different hats. We here want to help people. We want to give them tips, tools, and techniques that would make them more impactful, more effective, and build their confidence. We know each other well as friends and also in terms of our expertise as coaches. That's why we're together here with you. Welcome to the Speech Queens. Do you need to be more effective, interesting, and successful both professionally and personally? Well, you've come to the right place. The Speech Queens are here to elevate your communication. Now, here they are. Lori Schloff, Tori Hollingworth, and Janine Grabley. Hi, everyone. It's Lori Schloff, one of the queens. I am here with my sister queens. <laughs> Janine Gravely, we call her the Duchess, and my wonderful princess, Tori Hollingworth. Thank you, my dear. Yeah, good to be here. Lori, <laughs> <laughs> you, you sound far away. Good. Yes, I am far away. Please don't kill me, Bostonians. I am actually in South Florida, mm. but not totally on vacation. Okay, a little bit by the pool. But actually, I'm Friday doing a workshop at none other than Walgreens for the Healthcare Business Women's Association. Mm. And I bet I'm going to meet um, a bunch of folks. They happen to be uh, ladies who are nervous about speaking to groups, even though they're very successful. So today, in the next few minutes, we are going to cover a few topics related to something we've all felt in our lives. And that is nervousness about speaking. I'm convinced that everyone, I don't care how confident they are, has been nervous in at least one speaking situation in their life. Lori, what so do you we'll think, talk, why do you think people are afraid and what's the cause? You know, something that's, that's the question of the, the century. People really have been pondering that for many, many years. So uh, one is, one possible reason is that it's human actually animal, not to like being apart from the crowd. And, you know, we always use the, the example from the animal kingdom. When an elephant is apart from the herd, the, um, wait, I'm not comparing anyone to an elephant. The <laughs> elephant gets anxious. So some people think it's actually biologically programmed. And then uh, another common cause is a bad experience. So, for example, a teacher who said, oh, that wasn't right, or kids laughing at you. So those are two very common causes. And then I just spoke to a guy recently, very successful in the financial field. But boy, is this guy hard on himself. Nothing is good enough. Absolutely. And so he's so self-conscious about being perfect. And, and I said to him, Fred, not his real name, you have got to ease up on yourself. Now, I have a question for my sister, Queen. 
and I'm putting you on the spot here. And Dave, please chime in. Can you think from your childhood or whenever, what's a situation in which you either felt nervous or you're currently nervous in? Just so people know that they're not alone, that even coaches can be nervous. I mean, for for me, Lori, this is Deneen. I would say everyone has that little bit of butterflies in the beginning. But even, that's good. I always coach my clients to say that means you care. It means you want to do a good job. So being nervous is normal. It's when the nerves control you and you don't control the nerves that there's a problem. Mm. Good mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. Right. Tori, were you ever afraid of speaking to groups or anything in your life that you were ever nervous about related? You know to me pretty well. Do I ever seem nervous about talking in front of uh, anyone yeah. at any time and any occasion? A wonderful role model, everybody. Okay, yeah. there you go. One out of a hundred, you know. <laughs> Actually, I did have a situation, very what? short story. I okay. was asked to come in and coach in Cambridge. Yeah. Administrative assistant who set it up did not tell me of the location so I assumed that it was at the company headquarters, which right. I had been many times. And I showed up and I asked for the person I needed to ask for at the front desk. And they said, oh, no, they're at the Sheridan downtown. They're not here. And so I panicked and I had yeah. to drive as quickly as I could. And I was that created a lot of anxiety for me to yeah. walk in that room and speak. So I literally just knowing as a coach right before I walked in the room, took two deep diaphragmatic breaths and said, okay, Tori, get in the zone. And I literally walked in. I was like, hi, everybody. I'm so sorry I'm late. Let's get started. Mm. You, you gave yourself your own coaching. David, what about you? Yeah, I can think of two occasions. Usually I'm very comfortable speaking publicly and I enjoy it, but it was one occasion. I was actually, it was weird. I was in a training class for a financial firm and, and we were actually doing training on public speaking. And I got, and they said, just speak about for five minutes about something that you want to talk about. They gave it free reign. So I decided to talk about my son who has autism. And a lot of these, my, my co-participants didn't know that yet. And so I thought I was going to be fine. As soon as I began talking, I became very nervous. And I think it was because it was just, I was sharing something I had never before. Right. So that's one. It was just kind of out of my comfort zone and, yeah. and unexpected. The other time, the other times I get nervous are when, if I can see people and I'm making eye contact with them and they're not giving me anything back, no nods, yeah. no nothing. I, I sometimes go downhill. It's like, I'm losing them, you know, you get in your head. Yeah, exactly. Right. We need that feedback. Yeah, so it's a fascinating topic, but I, I like what um, Duchess Deneen said uh, about the butterflies. Is So our goal is to get them to fly in, forma- in formation, right? <laughs> We're all going to have them. You know, that's human. But I take the fear of speaking extremely seriously. There's some people, and maybe um, my sister coaches have experienced this, there's some people whose lives literally are being ruined by the fear of speaking. Absolutely. Um, I've had clients who sorry, I didn't mean to. uh, So I have clients who have expressed so much anxiety. They can't sleep for days leading up to a presentation. They're anxious. Uh, They just they can't eat. And as you pointed out, this one person I'm thinking of in particular, I spent a lot of time with him one on one and came down to the fact that he was in a really bad band in college in upstate New York and they used to travel the circuit on the weekends and all these drunk people in bars would start throwing things at them and booing them and so he had associated every time he had to present with 
that experience during college so that people were going to be judging him, heckling him. And I said, well, well, let's put this fear in perspective. I kind of have a feeling that the professionals in this environment are not going to be heckling you and, and throwing beer cans at you. What do you say? <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah, and that yeah, man's name, to... that man's name was Eddie Vedder, and he went on to start Pearl Jam. Uh-huh. Isn't that true? No. Yeah, well, we we um, you're saying something very important. So, you know, we don't have tons of time today, but here's what I want to reassure listeners: this is one of the things uh, coaches know, and so do uh, people in the education counseling field. This kind of fear can be controlled. Isn't that the good news? Excellent Even news. It, yes. And, you know, there's three approaches um, that we can can take. One, Tori, you just referred to, and that is reframing in your head how you think about something. It was sort of humorous what you helped your client with in a way, because he really could come to the conclusion that, you know, fear will not be thrown at him. And, And did that help him to be a little less? Much better, much better. Yeah, he, okay. he When he made that connection, it was like an aha moment where it was like, you're right. I think I've been associating every time I get in front of people that I'm going to be heckled. It was just, I just have that response, that gut response. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Great intervention. Um, and secondly, there is the physical. So we all know deep breathing helps. Anything with meditation, um, breathing is particularly I shall say, in a way, easier than other things because as a result of deep breathing, your heart rate does slow down, your blood pressure and the the troublesome hormone slows down. So that's why we emphasize breathing. And it helps your voice. And then the third piece is, surprise, surprise, getting good as a speaker, right? That Mm -hmm. sure helps. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Lean into it, right? Yeah, that's what all the queens are known for, is helping people to be good speakers. Mm -hmm. So that's a three-pronged approach, how you think, um, the physical part, and uh, also the skills. So I just want to reassure people, because I'm sure many people are listening who are very nervous about speaking. I really want to reassure people, and I'm sure both of you have experiences with people, (laughs) believe it or not, they could actually end up like speaking to groups. I mean, has that ever happened with one of your clients? Oh, yeah. I love that, Laura. I had a client who just hated, hated speaking, very fearful, thought she was awful. And then once, you know, we went through the coaching, she practiced and she did it more and more. You know, I helped her to lean in and to raise her hand and take as many opportunities as she could. And she ended up loving speaking in front of groups. It was wow. it's amazing. Amazing. Wow. A true success you story. Can... Go, yeah. Denise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, that doesn't always happen, but it definitely happens because what happened is she experienced success, right? Yes, yes. And yeah. success and, begets and success. That. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she literally, she told me after, after she gave um, a speech, she had people coming up to her telling her she should be a communication coach. <laughs> well, oh, well, let's not okay. take it too far here. Come on, there are enough queen. of us in this space. Hey, Another Lori, queen in waiting. Yeah, I have yeah. a question for you. So I know this is very near and dear to your heart, but I also know yeah. that you've developed a very new and unique program, mm. Conquer Your Fear of Speaking, which I think is fabulous and so much needed in the industry. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Okay, yes. Uh, thank you so much. I almost forgot to tell you about something important that is a, a new product 
a new online program I'm releasing um, any minute, and I'll send David, our producer, the, um, the notes for how to get it. Okay, here's what it is. I wanted to reach people all around the world to help people with the fear of speaking. It's an online, self-guided, fun program that's very comprehensive in the way it helps you to help yourself become a less nervous speaker. Am I making any mm, sense here? I love that. It's fun. It's interactive. There's quizzes. There's games. There's rewards for uh, approaching each activity and succeeding. So I'm very excited about it. And it's also very reasonably priced for a short period of time. It's only $29. Wow. wow. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. For a short period of time. Cause I, you know, I'm, I'm excited about launching it. So Lori, what are the goals of the program? The goal of the program is a simple one to help the users. Uh, it's hard for me to say users to help my, my virtual clients who I'll never probably meet to become more comfortable as speakers. Simple as that. Mm. Wonderful tool. There's a great need in the industry. So bravo, conquer your fear of speaking. Coming to a uh, computer near you. Coming to your computer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All righty. Now someone who doesn't seem too scared of speaking is candidate uh, Bernie Sanders. The crisis that we are facing today is not complicated. It has everything to do that we have a government that ignores the needs of working people, ignores the needs of minorities, ignores the needs of women, yet works overtime for wealthy campaign contributors and the 1%. And what our job is, is not radical. It's what the American people want. They want a government which represents all of us, not just the people on top. So thank you for helping to lead that fight. Wow. Now, well, he's certainly middle. authentic. Um, I'm, I want David to weigh in as well. So let's hear just briefly from the Queens, because I know we're um, near the end, sadly, of our podcast. Well, uh, Lori, I know you cannot see the video. Tori and I can, and Dave, because we are in studio. But this isn't really communication, but... He actually has um, combed his hair in this speech, which is a little bit unusual. Good Lord. The first impressions. First impressions, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. So yeah, it is communication. First impressions, yeah, he looks good. He, the, he loves to use his right hand. I have a feeling, because he was back in the day of, uh, due to his age of the typewriter, I have a feeling he was the one finger typewriter man. <laughs> <laughs> and he shakes his that finger and, it, and it's oh. like he's press he's depressing a key each time it's a very repetitive non-purposeful gesture mm. so we talk Too about funny. what's the difference between a purposeful gesture and a non-purposeful so just doing that with your left hand and two fingers really doesn't say or mean anything non-verbally it's just a gesture for gesturing sake. Yeah, so if we yeah. were coaching well, him, we'd want yeah. to get him to utilize his hands more purposefully. Yeah, yeah. He is, he's one of a kind. Uh, David, you want to weigh in on yeah. your impressions? 
I'll pick up on what you just said. He's he's an original. He was immediately a parody of himself. And, of course, there was a rise on social media of people pleading for the actor Larry David to play him on Saturday Night Live, which uh-huh. he did. And uh-huh. now it's like art uh-huh. imitating life. I can't think of one without the other um, because he's he's so imitable. The I don't mind. The the hand is his thing. Like, it's nice to have a thing, right? And so he he's using his gesticulations to sort of as if he's a conductor conducting an orchestra. He's like, stay one with me. One arm conductor. Well, that's true. That's true. I think every once in a while the other arm comes up, but usually you're right. It's that one. And he's just saying, you know, here's this point and here's that point. And so it's almost like he's kind of doing a form of hypnosis. He he has some charm to him. I think he actually, despite the fact that he is an an original and sort of you know what you're going to get, he could break script now and again and, and sort of tell a few stories and maybe smile a little bit more and be more of a warm guy to just to mix it up because um he is damn serious yeah man. exactly yeah that's all i got yeah 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 there is an intent a ruffle of intensity about him let's put it that way well those are really good comments yeah, it's so fascinating not to to get away from politics for a bit and just think about the style of the candidates because that's where we're coming from and you know going you know, back really, to what we've talked design. on other talked about on other podcasts this would be fascinating if we do talk about gender, the way he comes yeah. across is very stern and angry, almost or cranky. And yeah. how would a woman mm. be judged? Should she come across in a similar way? We need a podcast That's, just on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you totally. Could, uh, let's do that. Well, you let's could argue that. that I, sorry. You could argue Kamala Harris, Kamala, Kamala. I always get Kamala, that wrong. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Harris um, r- received negative attention for being too stern, didn't she? Isn't isn't that fair to say? For attacking so, Joe Biden. Yeah, and a little yeah. too. So maybe we have our answer there, but that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to talk about, and there's been a lot written about it. Well, this was really great. Um, you know, we covered fear. We looked at a pretty fearless candidate. I'd have to say Bernie Sanders has uh, a lot of courage. He certainly recovered from a uh, pretty, pretty uh, bad heart attack like a month or so ago. So it's been wonderful to be with everybody. I will put in the program notes. Uh, thanks for reminding me, Tori. The link to my online program, Conquer Your Fear of Speaking. Trust me, it's possible. So on behalf of my sister Queen, Deneen Grabley, and Tori Hollingworth, I want to say it's been a royal treat to be with you. <laughs> Thank you, Lori, and best of luck to you in your big engagement with your clients down in Florida. I'm going to love it. To get in touch with the Speech Queens, check the show notes for this episode for all of their contact information or visit pod617.com slash queens, where you will find more information about the Queens and the full library of podcasts. Thanks for listening.